testicle, testicle, touch, testicle. <laughs> Welcome to the Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory. Just Dory. A little peek behind the curtain yeah. there for you on how we do our Sound audio checks. test. So, uh, things have been wet. Excuse me? Wet and wild. Okay, first of all, let's take that back. Okay, Let's well, roll that back. Okay. Things have been uh, rainy. Rain, okay. Well, There you go. That's, that's hence... Yes, nature has been overwatering my lawn. I'll tell you that much. And the highway. And the highway. And so the it golf turns course. out, yes, yes. And a duck. Things have been flooded here a little bit mm-hmm. in the uh, central Willamette Valley area. The guy in the in the boat. Yeah. Did you see the guy in the boat? Uh, oddly enough, I was working at the fire station the other day, and the fireman sitting around the table behind me as I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. One of them said he knew the guy <gasps> whose kid it was who did that or something, and I guess there was all kinds of complaints. So anyway, for the listener. Uh, the Highway 34, which is one of the main arteries into Corvallis, has been... And it gets me from my house to Gary's to record. Or re- or just a theater or whatever, whatever yeah. yeah, you got going on. Uh, has been underwater for longer than they said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And this little section of road has been enough to fuck everything up. Mm-hmm. And it has... Uh, taken you have to go the long way around for everything and like hours, two hours and lots of traffic and sitting there mm-hmm. and uh been a pain in the ass i had to pee gotta say oh yeah me too i well i, didn't and know I was running was, out of gas uh, me too i didn't know this was happening right see because i'm like i'm in lebanon and it's fine you know i mean it rainy mm-hmm. whatever but there was not this madness of the willamette you know whooshing over the highway right so in in this happening uh a uh, a hero i must say Got his jet boat out oh, yeah. and was running around <laughs> at at decent speeds on the highway. On the highway, <laughs> it was awesome. Yes, one of the news stations, news copters, yeah. got a whole filmed it. Yeah, and it wound up on national news. So. Yes, yeah. And I wanted to know that guy. He's a kid. I, I guess so. Uh, it's even better. Yeah, yeah. That's because and and driving here today, oh, I drove by where he was boating. You probably drove right over. <laughs> I did. Right by those signs. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, this is cool. Exactly. But I had to wait in line on 34 because they stopped everybody right around Freebird Auto. I couldn't go any further <sighs> or farther, right? And I had to piss and I had rehearsal, right? Yeah. And I texted Lee because Lee was like a mile behind me and oh. she couldn't move. And I go, I, I got to pee. Yeah. If I don't pee now, it's going to go all over the place. You're out. So I dashed madly back to the AMPM because there was no traffic on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no cops. So I was like, 70 miles an hour. Did the Wii, got some gas, turned around, went back, got stopped at the same spot. And mm. she texted me. She said, nope, they're not letting anybody through now. It's completely closed. Because at first they were letting maybe a few cars at a time. Yep. Completely closed. A friend who used to be a neighbor here <sighs> uh, posted a video on Facebook of like, as she's driving through it, it mm. was basically washing her sideways, and she was get terrified. Why the fuck did she drive through it? Well, because people were. It was just, and she and people she, are stupid. Her I'm point sorry. was like, why haven't they closed this yet? Because they're letting people through, and yeah. no, it, it's okay. Because I lived in Arizona for a long time, right? Yeah. Flash floods are a thing, and they're huge, and they're quick, and, and they will kill you. fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And it's just the thing. It's the unwritten law. There's two things in Arizona. One. Be prejudiced. Two, don't ever go through even a small trickle of water because it could turn into a flash flood in a minute or, wait for it, a flash. So we learned we don't do that. And then people around here aren't used to that. And shop at Unpainted Arizona. What? Nathan, Arizona. What? With Arizona Quince. you never seen 
Raising Arizona? Oh, like a million years ago. Come on now. I don't you remember refresh. anything about that movie. Oh, it was fantastic. Nothing. Yeah. But it's, so people around here are stupid. They don't understand. Of course, there's a few dumb ones in Arizona do it too. Well, it amazes me that, and I know I had the same situation when we lived in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It fucking rains all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't for a little bit and it does again. And people are like, what's all this shit coming out of the sky? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> so it, uh, anyway, but for me, what this boiled down to, it, it brought out my prepper. It was, oh yeah, I did. Yeah, ah. this is a reminder to everyone. Mm-hmm. Public service announcement. If anything goes down, I mean, this was a zero or a, a next to zero. This was a point five, because I I was at the time you were trying to get to rehearsal. I had just gone. It took me an hour and twenty minutes to go right. five miles, mm-hmm. and I never even saw the flooded section of road. I didn't either. I happened to be on a feeder section that was trying to get to it, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta turn back there and been okay." Stuck jam traffic and. This is a zero as far as activity goes. Mm-hmm. We have that big fucking earthquake we're talking about oh, yeah. or or any other thing oh, that is civil unrest of any kind. I know. Shit's coming down. And you know what? So uh, I, I came home that day. I carry a backpack full of all kinds of shit for just this occasion. Emily I'm, Post table manners. That's uh, all there. that. Mm-hmm, yeah. It is. You, you can't go without it. <laughs> So I I put a post on Facebook because I think this is something that people ought to be aware of. A lot of people don't. Most, 90% of people, I would guess, don't carry so much as a fucking flashlight in their car. I do. I do. I do. And I used to be way more prepped in San Diego, though, because of we do have earthquakes. Exactly. Regularly. I was more prepped when we lived in Seattle because it was around 9-11. Or excuse me, not 9-11. It was around uh, Y2K. Oh, which yeah. turned yeah. out to be a zero, Nothing. but it was good yeah. to be, it was kind of a good mental exercise as to mm-hmm. what can happen. Mm-hmm. And for years, I was like Joe Bob Prepper, I, as much as I could be. As it turns out, it was like, I'd have a bag of flour. I'll be okay. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you going to do, paper mache? Right. But the idea was there. <laughs> I, I was of the mind that I was a prepper and I was right. I was getting ready for something, which, which I think the mental is a big part of it. Yeah. And... Then I shut it off. It was like, Y2K is passed. We're good. And I couldn't really get myself back into that frame of mind. And, and I started hearing about this Cascadia earthquake that was supposed to wipe us off the face of the earth here. And I'm right. like, eh. well, no, it'll wipe you guys off. We'll be fine in Lebanon because uh, we're on the other side of five. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so old, you can it'll just stop my house. right at five. It'll be fine. It's like <laughs> a complete clear border. And I was, I, I really had a hard time even considering it or thinking about it. But eventually I kind of warmed back up and have built this pack uh this is just for out it's a go bag it's a a go go it's a bug out bag at any rate i put it on facebook and i got a lot of response as far as like hey nice like yeah i didn't want it to be too sanctimonious or like hey i'm smarter than you i'm doing this thing it wasn't but i want i want people to think Mm -hmm. the only person that gave it any like hey maybe i'll do that too was you yeah because everybody else like okay cool thanks well because they haven't ever experienced an earthquake right they haven't experienced or i mean you just have to have a little imagination. Well, Picture my, what my it'll dad be like. Grew up. Okay, we weren't like you know, Uber preppers, but we had a larder in the garage room, and there was a lot of canned food there. And if stuff was on sale, Dad would buy it, right. put it in the larder. Makes boom. Sense. Yeah. And it was just stuff that was there. We always had tons of batteries, tons of flashlights, mm-hmm. and actually we used um, uh, oil lamps. Yeah. As well, um, because the power would go out. Right. Uh, occasionally in Chula Vista, we'd have a wind would get bad and the powers would go, power would go down. And We're so comfortable here. We haven't lost power. We've lived in this house 15 years. We've probably lost power twice. I have lost power where I live, I don't need, countless times. I have a flashlight around every doorknob in my house. Good. 
We live um, right down the street from a, a substation, so that mm-hmm. might make a difference. But yeah, we very rarely lose power. It's just it's there are so many things that we're just like blah 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 blah. Cell phones will always work. Everything's always going to be fine. No, in but, fact, I need to get a landline installed because during something like that, the cell phones are the first things to go. Yeah, the landline will stay. I learned that in Arizona. Yeah, because when we'd have the massive massive thunderstorms. Oh, well, everything would just be shut down except for the landline. Yeah. It would still work. Yeah. So I'm thinking about getting like the cheapest. I have a phone. I'll just get the cheapest landline. Yeah, we never we have it. a landline, but it runs through the Comcast. So the power goes out, internet goes out, it's gone. <clears throat> so I'm going to get a separate one from like Frontier or wherever you guys have here. I don't know what you guys have for phone uh, other than Comcast. There's uh, CenturyLink. But I want like a, a, a real landline, yeah. not one connected to cable or anything whatever but the thing is is a lot of this shit can go down Mm -hmm. and just prepare yourselves in some Mm -hmm. small way if you have Mm -hmm. to spend the night in your car so uh, there was actually a guy uh uh, who here in the recent snows Mm. went grabbed his dog jumped in his forerunner said i got a four-wheel drive and drove out into the snow and got to spend four nights Uh living on taco bell salsa packets i i heard about that right and of course melted water yeah melted snow melted snow lucky you didn't eat his dog because sometimes people have done that. Oh, my God. Had he had my bag... He'd have been fine. He'd have been had fed. Had he had sense... He'd have been comfortable. He wouldn't have done it. He'd have had a satellite communicator, because I've got... Can, uh, tell me about this... Sa- okay, is it like a big old fucking sat phone? Those things no. are like $1,000. No, no, no. This is a very cool thing. And this... Uh, so, back up slightly... Almost a tangent? Not really. Uh, I, there's a an organization in town and, and all over the place called mm-hmm. CERT, C-E-R-T, uh, Community Emergency Response Team. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So citizens can take these classes and mm-hmm. learn how to not freak out in an event. Right. So I went to one of the classes thinking- I want to do that. I, I did too. I wanted to. Until I got there and realized, oh, this is a bunch of scared old people that don't have Aww. anything together. And when I asked, when they were talking about uh, places to assemble after an emergency, churches, right. schools, and things like mm-hmm. that. And I said, oh, do they already have like emergency supplies in place? No. <gasps> really? Mm. So while we have roads, while we have power, while we have resources, we're not going to do this ahead of time? Yeah. The four thousands think? of people show up to try and... Yeah. You know, <clears throat> eh, no, they don't. So it sounds like a big, huge clusterfuck. But the only thing that I got <laughs> out of it was something that I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the gals mentioned a... GPS that you can also send text messages via satellite. So when the cell system is completely down, right, which right. it will be, either the tel- cell towers will fall over mm-hmm. or they will be without power right. and they have Just three bounce da- it off satellite. They have three days worth of gas and a, ge- and a generator. Mm-hmm. And then and in the event that in there in that situation, the government emergency response uh, system, you know, firemen, police and all that will seize the phone anyway. So your phone's not going to work mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. But this is a way that we could message a loved one say i'm here or i'm okay or i'm on my way home whatever it is where did you get this amazonsies uh yes you can get it through amazon i ordered it directly from the company i'm gonna ask you is it pricey uh okay. 250 Ooh. and then there's a fee for Ooh. a plan so it is not cheap that is the problem <sighs> yeah and see, then that's, in our that's case a, that's a that's a big one because what are the odds that i mean if it's a big worldwide wide thing there's gonna be five of us who have sat phones do you know what i mean right well, the thing is, for we had to get one a piece because we can't, you know, with one, you could talk to another cell phone, but right. if that cell phone doesn't work, you're fucked. So right. I got one for each of us. Mm-hmm. It has rudimentary uh, navigation also. So you go mm-hmm. on the website, you set the thing up, then it tells you home is this way and it's this far. That's mm-hmm. really all I need. Right. 
And then I can send messages between me and Mrs. E or to any other cell phone or uh, email address. So when the shit completely goes down, you have that ability. And it has a 10-day battery life. Here's something that people overlook. Walkie-fucking-talkies. They don't go very far. Yeah, but you know what, though? If you're traveling with somebody, I mean, it's better than not. If you can't afford that phone, mm-hmm. which most people cannot. Right. I would rather have at least have that and have somebody else I know, either in my neighborhood or in my circle of friends or something. Yeah. Where we can go, okay, we're going to meet up here. At least I'm going to find you via... Because you can get some pretty strong walkie-talkies these days. Yeah, they're generally kind of line of sight. You know, if it, yeah. in, in like ultimate conditions, if you were on top of a mountain and you were looking at somebody else 10 miles away on top of a mountain, it might work. But yeah. they get behind a tree or they go down yeah. in the valley or whatever. So that would, We looked at that. I, I looked at uh, shortwave radio stuff, but then you have to get license mm, and yeah, you have, you have to, to like buy a... the equipment and the whole thing. This fits right in my bag. It's about the size of a BlackBerry mm. and... I haven't had a chance to fully test them yet. We're going to Canada pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I want to get out in rural Canada in the middle of nowhere where there is no cell service. And try the thing <laughs> out. So at any rate, it's it, it's kind of overkill for most people's uses. But Mrs. E works in Lebanon, which is a 25-mile one-way drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm God knows of the fuck where mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And there are dozens of bridges between here and there right. that could fall down. Yeah. So this seemed like a really nice Well, the folks in thing. Oregon, like I said, living in California, I had a two. I had one in my car, a go bag, and I had a go bag in my house mm-hmm. and hard soled shoes by the bed. Yep. Because of broken glass right. during an earthquake. Good. You know, that's, I was, because I lived there for my 33 years. Right, right. <clears throat> and I got as my own adult on my own because dad had everything else in charge when I was a kid. But when I was on my own, I'd have those things. In Arizona, I kept things in the trunk. Blankets, a lot of water. Yep. A lot of water. It was desert. Um, mm-hmm. First aid kit. St- you know, stuff like that because of flash flooding sure. and um, just... Psychopaths. <laughs> I mean, the weather can just... Bing. Sure. Um, but here, we don't have massive disasters here, yeah. knock on wood. Oregon's not a disaster state. That's what's got typically. us all lulled into a state exactly. of don't worry about it because we never have to deal with yeah. any of that stuff. That's part of what's so nice about living here is we don't have well, so I, much of the shit that goes on. We don't get t- tornadoes. We don't get I hurricanes. We but don't I tell get, you what, though, every time there's a storm coming, <clears throat> like a big storm coming, because yeah. they usually sort of kind of can predict it. Get your trick knee. I mean, <laughs> it's my trick vagina. Oh, um, that's a trick. I, <laughs> <laughs> I always make sure that the batteries are changed to the flashlights, that the water's in the trunk, that I go out and I buy uh, food that doesn't have to be cooked. Right. Um, just in case. And if I don't use it, I just put it away. Yeah. But I do need to make a, a go bag, and it's there's nothing um, I've got some. I've got some stuff it. for you. Um, oh. We'll get you a, a Thanks, starter man. kit, and then I'll, I'll send you the... I've made a list of everything in my bag. So awesome. Give you kind of a... Yeah, because, I, I mean, I, like I said, I used to have one. It also depends on your environment, too, because in Arizona, it was primarily hot, so it was always water-based stuff and right, hydration right. and all that. Yeah. Whereas here... You need to worry about cold and wet. And, and wet, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, but I, yeah, I have at least some stuff. Um, my big concern though, because, and you have this too, mm-hmm. the apnea mask. Sure. I want to get some kind of independent battery that's going to run on a solar situation because if the power goes down, that's it. Now you, you are in a, uh, yours is more severe than mine. So Absolutely you're in a it is. position if you try to sleep a night without it. Oh, I won't sleep. Oh, okay. I'll wake up every five minutes because yeah. it just blocks, the throat <clears> blocks. So I will eventually have cardiac arrest. That's Probably about good. without about uh, two months, three months down the line. Okay. Um, because if you're constantly, plus you're having stress of whatever disaster it is, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. So I want to be able to try and do some research and find like a solar battery. It's probably going to cost me a fucking arm and a leg. 
but that's do or die. Well, you can. I would rather have that than the sat phone, to be honest. It runs off 12 volts, so you could use. And a, a, a guy I work with has a situation, has the same thing. He and his wife both have them, and they use mm. car batteries when they go camping. So, so what do you? Just a regular car battery, and how do you hook it to the machine? Though is my question. Alligator clips, and I could help you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way I could have that on standby in the shed. Yeah. You know, whatever. This is not exciting for no, the it's audience. No, anyway. This is horribly dull. Right. We were talking Isn't about it? fun. Vaginas? Stuff. No. The flooding. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> be prepared, folks. Do you want to so, uh, maybe go to the next one? I guess we could do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, this we, is more of a public service announcement show. Right. This has kinda. been in voluntary cooperation with FCC and other authorities. <laughs> that, I used to know that whole thing. Oh, yeah. We should, Mrs. E has been asking that we break a little bit earlier than just the very end of the show for our... Oh, our majigger in the middle? Yeah, so here's that. You're listening to The Tangent Lounge featuring Electric Gary and Dory Just Dory. You can find us on Podbean, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, thetangentlounge.com, and thetangentlounge at gmail.com. And we're not going to just sign off right now because uh, we're going to we're going to have the so uh, here's another thing, huh? Uh, we got rid of our chickens. Clarify. We were we had we were chicken parents for nine years. But clarify, they get rid of. Uh, we moved them on to my sister's house. Thank you. She has a very nice chicken. Because when you first told me that, I was like, no. I went out and curb stomped every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, American History X of you exactly, wasn't it? It's, it's weirder with a beak, but we... Uh, Isn't it always, though? Uh, it's always weirder with a beak. It's a little weird. You kind of get used to it. So I... Uh, we went from disaster preparedness <laughs> to curb stomping chickens. Well, who doesn't? Oh! So we anyway. uh, we had been talking uh, fairly recently about moving on with the not having the chickens anymore because they were, A, not pulling their weight. And having to buy, ch- buy eggs when you have chickens at home is a motherfucker. Why were they not laying? Uh, just weather and darkness and winter time. But then they they just didn't seem to really have the massive output that we used to we were used to with our earlier ones, hmm. and that we're getting close to our addition. And oh, yeah. so we're going to be painting the whole exterior of the house and painting around a chicken coop. Is, especially the way we built ours is kind of a lean to right up against the house, and they're messy. What'd you do with the structure? Um, t- just disassemble t- it. Yeah, I've been taking. I spent today actually disassembling it, and we're mm. gonna give the hen house portion to a friend. But good. Otherwise, it's all just two by four. God, and if wire. I'd have known that, I would have paid you for it. You could have been a chicken mom. Well, because my landlady yeah. has been a talking. Oh, about getting the chickens. About a clucking. About getting the chickens. Oh, that'd so be if good. I'd have known, shit. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, next time. Yeah, next time. But uh, it's been really kind of nice. Well, well, and the big impetus was that she, uh, she. We're looking at Louise, who's snuggling with Sacked her. Sacked out. And she's got her, her stuffed lion. It's very cute. Uh, we have rats. Fuck off. Big fucking rats. Oh, really? Yeah. Like how big? Like like Nutria big? Not quite that big. Okay. R-O-U-S. Uh, we, well, I, I have a camera in the coop, so I would be I would bring it up, and there'd be Rat Party USA going on out there. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Is there a camera in my vagina right now? There is a camera in every fucking room. 
like cupboard and i'm about to swallow one. outlet yeah. oh yeah we'll, we'll get that in the next episode okay <laughs> yeah, stay tuned yeah but anyway the rats yeah the rats so Rat as, a, as a as <laughs> a uh, the chickens didn't lay they were scared right they clenched up no, for real probably yeah yeah, it was a little terrifying. Yeah. And I did everything I could. I came up with this kick-ass rat trap situation with a five-inch PVC conduit with a rat trap in each end. So when they like, because they like to go through pipes and shit. Yeah. And then I, I put all kinds of kick-ass bait on them. And there I got, well, I think I got two, but oh, there was so many more. And you could go in each end and there was a, oh, so, so good. They fucking, they just didn't care. They, they knew better. <laughs> they took their little rat fingers and gave you the middle finger. They the did, camera right at the camera. Fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Just like See, Rizzo. I know, I like rats, but domestic ones. I, I, I don't fancy the wild ones because yeah. they will bite you. Yeah. But the domestic rat, I used to raise them. They're yeah, like they're kind of cute in a way. Yeah, but they're dicks in, in nature. Yeah. They yeah, can well, be. I mean, we, not all the time. They're going to run after you, but I mean. Carry a switchblade. I was, we were not into it. So we, uh, we just let them, uh, we'll let them move on to wherever they're going to go. And they're still out there right now. As far as I know. Come on. Now we <laughs> just, uh, to, to add to the effect, we put in a little wood pile for our little, uh, like backyard fire thing. They're going to make the nest in there. Right. Of course. That's what they do. So anyway, that's rats and chicken listeners. Anyway. So that's Tash Lounge. I'm Gary. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs>